everybody. This is Clint Speaks. Welcome to another episode of Clint Speaks. I am your host, Clinton White. This is my fourth episode, man. I am jacked. I am hyped. I'm ready, man. I am so excited because this is my passion. You all have heard me say this probably hundreds of times, and I'm going to say it thousands of times more because it's true. This is something that I'm doing because I want to do. But listen, 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 this is something that I want to just jump right in. I don't even want to waste time. And I've, I I have to give you, let me say it like this. I'm going to snitch on some things, man. I'm, I'm, I've never been a snitch, but tonight I'm snitching. I'm, I'm telling. I've, I've got to get this out. I want you all to hear this. And I want you to be edified from it. Listen, life has a way of doing things, man. It has a way of of affecting us. Let me put it that way. And what I mean is everybody from birth on up to childhood, you're smiling. um, Because that's the goal in life, just to be honest with you. The goal in life is to be happy. As a child, you can't wait on Christmas, man. You, you're happy to open up the presents. You can't wait to get outside and play with your friends. You can't wait to get to school when you're young because you know you're going to laugh. You're going to have a good time. You get older in school and you, you play sports or you're in the band and you're doing things. You're happy. I mean, because that's, again, that's the goal in life is to be happy. Even when you get older, you want to retire happy. When you're in your younger adult years you want to you want to experience working making your own money you you want to go out and you want to dance you want to party that's that's the kind of life you want to live even if you go to church you want to go to church and have a good time even if you don't go to church you want to have a good times on saturday or sunday whatever the sabbath day may be you you just want to have fun you want to enjoy your favorite food you want to you want to go to your favorite hangout spot you want to pick the nicest house you can get for your money, the nicest vehicle, the nicest clothes, the best smell good, whether that's cologne, perfume, um, body oils, what have you, the nicest shoes, even if you have to spend so many thousands on red bottoms, that's your money. That's what you want to do. You want to buy your happiness. You, you, you want to be happy. That's the goal in life. And in life, we've all experienced that. Just times where we were able to buy and get what we want. There were times when we needed to work overtime to get extra money just because we had a certain goal. I did it because I wanted to get my first house and I was able to do that at 19. So I, 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 that's the goal, man. And I understand we all want to be happy. That's the thing, man. That is the going thing. Again, even when you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you, you, you settle down, you get married. You you want to marry somebody you can wake up and go to bed happy to. That's you want to be able to look at them and smile and kiss on them and hug on them. And and you have children or a child and and you you just you just want to love on them. You want to be happy. The child wants to love on you back. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. Here's what we've all experienced. Everything is going good, and here it comes. Frustration. You got money in the bank account. You've taken time to build up money. And it seems like everything is going haywire financially. Stuff start breaking down in the house. 
You have the good marriage and then here it comes, arguments. You're threatening divorce and you may even go through divorce. You got your nice house, now your money is funny and then you're looking at being kicked out foreclosure tax liens and things of this nature. And then your car, your your, your car, you finally got you a ride. You don't have to borrow it anymore or borrow a ride anymore. And next thing you know, the car that you was able to get because you wanted to be happy and you're happy with your car. And next thing you know, it starts giving you problems and, 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 and people mess up your car. You know, you're in the wrong relationship and now you got sugar in your tank or somebody tries to steal your car and they mess up the steering column and things of that nature where you you're on the job and you have been doing a good job and they pat you on the back for two years straight, a year or two straight, three years straight. And then you go for the supervisor position and here it comes somebody who came in the door after you, you train them and now they're your supervisor. Here it comes. Real life just hits you out of nowhere. The child said they weren't going to steal from you no more. Next thing you know, you find out they got a, a drug addiction and now they've been stealing from you again because you trust them again. Everything was going good till you let him or her back in your house. Everything was going good till you let him or her back in your life relationship wise. They said they was going to do right this time and you found out they didn't do right by you. Here it comes. Frustration. I just wanted to tell you all that basically, again, I'm snitching because frustration has a purpose. It comes to throw you off. Frustration doesn't bother anybody that's already frustrated. I mean, you can get more frustrated, but the frustration is already there. So evidently you were doing good. Everything, evidently everything was going okay, but now frustration comes and it came to throw you off. That's the purpose. But what do I do? I'm not podcasting like you. It ain't two of us in the house. It's just me. You got De'Ara. De'Ara got you. Y'all can do this, that, and the other. It's just me. I can't do this. They said I couldn't have a baby. You and De'Ara got a baby. So I can understand how you can talk. Well, let me tell you. Everything had always been peaches and cream. There were times where De'Ara was told she couldn't have a child. There were times to where I didn't even have a house of my own. I lost my house to foreclosure. There was a time when I was divorced. I didn't have a marriage. I didn't have nobody to call my own. There was a time when my money was so funny, I, it, it wasn't even funny no more because I didn't even have any. I've been there. But I had to recognize something. It took me back to this neighborhood I grew up in. I know some people say, oh, here we go. Well, I, I did. I grew up in a neighborhood in Memphis called Spring Valley. I'm happy as a child. I was sheltered away from a lot of things, man, and I appreciate my, my parents for doing that. I didn't grow up around fighting. You know, we moved to Spring Valley when I was seven and a half years old. I celebrated my eighth birthday party there. And here it comes. Out of the blue, the people I thought was good with me, now they want to fight me. I get a little older, and I'm still just a little bit in my teens. I may have been 13, 14. I was big at 15, you know. For, so basically, I think I was 14 years old, ninth grade. And you got cats that's 11th, 12th grade picking on me in the neighborhood in front of the females, in front of the other males. 
which I've never understood to this day, how you look tough picking on somebody half your size, half your age. But they were laughing at that stuff. They never hit me, just jumping at me. And I'm not going to lie, I'm scared because I don't know nothing about fighting, man. I didn't grow up around that. I had to see a fight to understand what that was. Like, oh, that's what you do when people are messing with you. Yeah, I had got bullied for years. Didn't know nothing about fighting, man. I didn't know nothing about fighting back. But that's what it does. When life is going good, here comes something to throw you off. And some of y'all may say, well, Clint, never been bullied in my life. <laughs> well, when frustration came, when life came, when the HVAC broke down, when the marriage failed, when you started shedding tears in response to it, when couldn't nobody talk to you because you, you, you were so frustrated, you were so hurt. Oh, you have been bullied. The way you responded to it, you got bullied. Oh yeah, I'm snitching. It's not your fault. You didn't know. How did you respond to it? I'm glad you asked because I'm, I'm about to end in a few minutes. I, I have to let you know. Well, I'm at Tresman. Tresman High School. Now I'm known, by this time I'm older. I think I'm in the 11th grade by now. I'm 16. So as usual, I'm known as the guy that's laughing. That's what I did, man. I was known for laughing and making other people laugh. And I remember just as plain as day, man. Because see, what happened before then, let me take you back. I remember getting off the bus, again, 15 years old. I was 15 at this time. I'm in the 10th grade. A year older than the older cats messing with me. Oh, I done grew up a little bit now. Well, I get off the bus, the books get knocked out of my hand by somebody I thought was a friend. I picked my books up and I walked on to the house. Now, I didn't know, I didn't have no idea that my dad was at home. And I'm not exaggerating. I know people are exaggerating stories, but I'm not going to do that. When I say my dad was built like a tank, he was. So he's standing in the door. I saw the silhouette. And I'm thinking, Dad, at home? And I'm looking, how did I miss the truck? Walk through the yard to the front door. I tried to get past him. He blocked me. And if anybody knows my dad, the first thing you notice about him is the size of his hands. Literally, like King, like King Kong, like the size of baseball mitts. He put his finger in my face. He said, let me tell you one such and such thing. I don't want to say what he said. He said, the next time you let that happen and you don't fight back, either you go whip my such and such or I'm going to whip yours. Oh, I looked at him up and down. I said, oh, my friend, such and such it is. That's what I'm saying to myself. All I can say was, yes, sir. The very next day, it happened again. I get off the bus, right in front of the house, bus get knocked out of my hand and stand over me. But this time, did it right there in the front yard. I went in. And when I say I was throwing with everything I had, but I wasn't just throwing punches. I had skill with it by now. Oh, I was going at him like a real boxer. And it, to this day, what I did to that dude, it makes me cringe when I think about it. But I was tired, man. And oh yeah, I wasn't going to fight daddy. 
But I was tired, man. I just got tired of being picked on my life, going good. I got everybody laughing. I'm having a good day at school. I get off the bus and here you come with this mess. That's what's going on with you all. Now, you may not have been bullied in that way, but when life hits you different, it's how you respond to it. Because you see, when I got to Tresvent, um, not got to Tresvent, later on at Tresvent, here it comes again. Sitting in the classroom, me and this dude, we laughing. But I'm not laughing loud because the teacher told us to be quiet, no talking. So he's talking. I'm listening. I'm just sitting there smiling. I'm trying to hold my laugh in because he's tripping. He's telling me the story. And real suave, young dude. So, you know, we jail, man, because, you know, <laughs> anyway, we jail real good because, hey, they were, they, he dressed nice. I, I, I looked up to that, man, but even though we were the same age and, and we, could, we could relate to a lot of things, man, when it came to, to life at our age. Lo and behold, the teacher tells him to go outside and stand up by the door. Go outside. I told you to quit talking. I don't know why. Now, we were just sitting there talking and laughing for a good five minutes. The teacher didn't say nothing. He got caught talking because I really wasn't talking. I wasn't laughing. I was just listening. And the teacher told him to go outside. Well, for some reason, this dude started throwing threats at me from outside the room. And everybody's looking like, hey, man, what? Dude, you was wrong, but what's up with you going at this? Y'all was just tripping and talking. But they can't say nothing, but I can read their faces like, so what do he just flip? I mean, literally like night today. I mean, day to night, rather. I got tired of that. Oh, I went and stood up in his face. I got up in front of the teacher, in front of the class. I walked outside and got nose to nose with him. What's up? Do what you go do now. We ain't got to wait till we get outside. We ain't got to wait till after school. Swing. And right then, that was the first time I saw somebody's mouth kind of fly open a little bit. And like, I didn't, I didn't expect that. And that's what I'm telling you all to do. When life hits you like that, everything is going good. And then here it comes. Respond differently from here on out. All the bills are due. Everything is going haywire. Why don't you laugh? I can't laugh. That's the problem. You're being bullied. Stand up. It's time to quit laying down and letting life run over you. Stand up. It's time to quit letting the bullies run over you. When they keep doing you like that on the job, why don't you knock on the supervisor's door and have a talk with the manager and say, hey, listen, um, with all due respect, I really felt like I was up for the promotion. When you're in your, in your marriage, in your relationship, instead of letting people beat on you and run all over you, why don't you stand up sometimes? Well, you shouldn't be saying that as a, I can say what I want to say. Quit letting people run over you. Stand up. Quit letting situations run over you. That's why certain things keep happening because it knows it can bully you. Respond differently. Why don't you just have this attitude, hey, I know it's going to be better anyway. What you talking about? Oh, this is only, it, it, this is only coming to pass. It's going to pass too like everything else. We're going to be back to normal before you know it. Change your mentality. Respond different. I'm snitching. It came to throw you off. Don't get thrown off by what life is throwing at you. Throw it back. Go back at some stuff. Yeah, yeah. That sounds crazy, but yeah, you got to get a little crazy sometimes. Because you see, I, I like my perfect record of not being suspended while I was in school, but I was willing to give that up. 
I like the fact that I didn't have no scratches and bumps and bruises on my face. I was willing to give that up. Man, you got to whoop me. Either you whoop me, I whoop you. That's just how it's got to be. Where I am right now, I'm not talking about money in the bank. I'm talking about where I am now mentally. I never would have got the head I'd not start standing up. Going through losing a job, losing my house, losing my marriage, losing my money, losing my credit, during there losing my mind. Man, it's, I got tired of that. Feeling sorry for myself. Being bullied again. I'm, man, I, I can't stand bullies. I can't stand bullies, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual. I can't stand it. But I stand. And that's what I'm asking you all to do. Stand. Quit letting stuff run over you. Quit letting fear stop you from starting the business. Stand up to it. Life gonna come. That's okay. Be ready. I guarantee you, some storms won't last as long, won't last as long as, as they want to if you were just stand there. I ain't taking your rain today. You can keep your tornadoes and, and hurricanes of life away from me. We ain't, accept, we ain't accepting that no more. Stand. Start fighting back while you're standing there. Quit running. Quit crying all the time. Every time something happened to you, every time the, the job don't go right, the marriage don't go right, the business don't go right, the children, quit crying so much. Stand. Don't create a cry sometimes, but stand. Quit letting stuff bully you so much. Fight back. I just came tonight, man, to pull the covers off. I didn't want to hold you long, but hey, this is what I'm here for. I'm going to reveal some stuff to you as it comes to me. Again, I'm snitching. I'm letting you know who did it and why they did it. It came to throw you off, but don't get thrown off. Stay focused. It's Clint Speaks. Good night, y'all.